I don't know if you realize this or not, but I basically had all my action in action. I had to take it all out except for the six track. I would have lost. It would be an insurmountable. <laughs> a number you cannot come back from. I mean, I, I could, but I mean, it could be weeks and weeks and weeks. Water always finds its level. Yeah, no, I'm all good. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> stick with the six rack. I'll never put all, throw all my action out there again. I wasn't going to do it until you're like, yeah, I'm just going to throw all mine out there. I was like, all right. I literally, I probably went like three and 15. Parlay did well. Parlay almost hit. Uh, yeah, let's go. I meant to, I meant, I meant to parlay like the opposite of it. And it would have been so funny if I did that, then I would have lost on that last scoring play. That would have hurt. That would actually would have been like perfect. For how things usually go. Yeah. He can go. He can go. He can do this. Go. Okay, listen up, everybody. Turn up your volumes. Announcement. You are now listening to How That's Garbage Media Production. He can go. He can go. He can do this. Fans Joseph from here. Watch him now on the screen. Hey, Daddy, just trying to reach Daddy. Podcasting. Champion of the world. It's Happy Hour, your favorite podcast. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. Introducing your hosts, Snake and Trav. The garbage. Happy hour episode 46. Welcome back to the program, Trav. What up, brother? Uh, no guests today. It's just me, Snake, and Trav. Trav coming off a week one layoff. I know that had to hurt you deep down. Uh, perhaps for the best. We'll get into your picks here in, uh, in a little bit. We'll kind of run through how things went, but um, at least... You had the pleasure of me just kind of reading those out like quickly. Uh, hopefully people didn't put too much stock in them. Yeah, I hope I, I know some people have like gotten into a habit of where they like to listen to the pod like, at, you know, after the game's end and they can <laughs> listen to it and really enjoy it. And I don't know. I don't know what else to say other than they must be really enjoying it. Yeah, they're loving episode 45 for sure. At least anything that comes out of my mouth. We'll just say that if you faded me last week, you did pretty well. <laughs> uh, okay, before we go any further here, I did. I just took a look at that number, 46. I think I'm out of gas on jersey numbers because like high 40s and beyond, then you're starting to deal with like, there's a linebacker or two mixed in there. There's a baseball player, but. Like, there's not a ton of guys. So I looked up 46. You don't have a 46, do you? I have a great one, but I had to look it up. 46. You said there's a baseball player? No, I'm just saying in general, like, who's going to be running a 46? That's like a... Oh, okay. I thought you were listing off, like, some... I thought you were looking at a list of people that actually were... No. What position is even running 46? Running back, right? I guess. I feel like I can picture, like, one guy... Nah, I feel like he's forty-eight. I don't. I honestly, I didn't think about the forty-six thing at all. Do you have a guy queued? Um, yeah, but I had to look it up, and it's wild. Okay, let, let me look up what. Maybe I can lead you to this guy. 
Is it a tight uh, end? Or I'm, I'm like going to look up right a, now. Is it a Kyle Juszczyk? I, I'm not going to say that's wrong, but uh, that's absolutely not who I had in mind. Um, okay, this guy played call, his college ball at Cal. He played cornerback. He played corner at Cal? He must have, yeah. And then he went on to play in the NFL for the Eagles for his longest stretch. I think he was pretty damn good. Darius Slay? No, you got to be thinking old. This guy played for the Eagles oh, in, the, uh, in the 80s. Oh, in the 80s. Oh, my Late God. Late 70s uh, and 80s. He was recently. Oh, God. He was Herm re- Edwards? <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> oh, Herm Edwards would go 46. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, I got Yuschek, uh, uh 44. Okay, not bad. Why, when I picture Herm Edwards, can I only think of one play, and it's like him carrying a ball with one hand? Didn't he scoop up? Some famous fumble. Yeah, I think it was like uh, they could have ran the clock out with a knee or something, but the yes. team ran a play and yes. fumbled and it. And I want to say either the quarterback or the running back was like a big name as well. And hmm. then high school high school coaches have just used that as fuel for like, you know, the 40 years since. Yeah, you know? never give up. Never give up. Keep keep your eyes on the ball. Uh, okay, 46. So this is the Herm Edwards episode. That's so awesome. Uh, how was your weekend, brother? Going back to the games, I assume you got some couch time, uh, some 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 lounging, taking in taking in some Saturday action. I don't remember the last time I got like physically ill from watching the games, but I was pretty ill. Uh, like Sunday, I couldn't really watch the first two games after watching, you know, for I've been so many there. hours yeah. on Saturday. You do like a good um, twelve on Saturday. You're not even. Like NFL just is disgusting the next day. Yeah. Like I knew, like I absolutely was a hundred percent sure after how cold I was that Florida state was going to win Sunday night. Uh, Cause I had a bet in on LSU. <laughs> I knew it was going to lose. I didn't do anything about it. And then once we got to Clemson on Monday, <laughs> I, cash out. I, was like, no, I actually got in on Duke and then I started watching the game and I was like, Duke is not going to win this game. So I cashed it out. Wow. Wow. That was, wow. That was just kind of the... Before you were ice game. cold, were you thinking Clemson? Because I thought uh, on the pod you were oh, like yeah, yeah. Clemson. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I loved Clemson before. So you were so you I, were fading yourself, but then you faded your fade live. So then and, I faded my fade live at, yeah. at halftime. Went, uh, went for a walk, came back, <laughs> realized I had made a major mistake. Wow. Uh, but by the time, like... The Sunday and Monday game kicked off. I know you're a little footballed out, but by the time those night games rolled around, you're probably, I mean, you had the TV on, right? Sunday night I did? Or you asked me about Sunday Both night? nights. Yeah. Like, even though you were so... Like, Both nights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, okay. Sunday I was hurting. Sunday I was hurting. Um, Sunday morning. And then, yeah, I bounced back by the end of the day. Okay. Nice. It was just, it was just hard to like... Nice. Yeah, that's know, not... Just, that's it's not hard to lose like ninety five percent of your bets. Yeah, that sucks. Like, I feel like in the fall, it's been kind of a crapshoot for me the last few years. But maybe one out of every three weekends, I get to do like the twelve hour day in my basement, just watching the games. And I those are the days I really don't want to be ice cold. That sucks. Like you're just 
the one day you can take it all in and you're just watching loser after loser. It's not fun. That's what I did on Saturday. It was, yeah, it wasn't the most fun thing. Yeah. Like the, the way, if you're going to lose like that, you need to be like at a game or at a wedding, like something where you're just like checking your phone at the end of the night. Like look back. Oh, shit. Exactly. Yeah. Look back the next day and just laugh and just be like, well, I'll just try and win it back. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was so bad. It was so, my weekend was so bad. <laughs> that I downloaded a, I like found a a Colorado exclusive uh, betting app. Nice. So I can so I can hedge make some, make some dough back. Free play, yeah. Free play. Here's the catch with these free plays. I spent like three days researching it. You know, it's like you really have to read the the fine print with these things because, you know, some of them, you, you know, you make the. Uh, like the bet, if you lose it, they just give you 500 in credit back, which is excellent. I think that's what FanDuel does. I don't know I if think anyone's doing Bill that. Does. I don't know if anyone's not doing any, that today. Not anymore, I yeah. don't think. But um, some will give you like, t- uh, you know, $10, $50 bets back. <laughs> some, like this one, they just give you a $500 free bet token. Buckle up. But, yeah. But but this is this is the catch realistically if you want to if you want to make the most amount of money you need that thing to miss you need it to miss because uh, sorry with lowest the, lowest risk lowest risk is because you're betting the same you're betting the opposite side in another book right but what i figured out is after all my extensive research if you get if you get another crack at this for any book is in general you'd think like you want to do like uh you know plus as close to plus 100 for both bets, right? The the cat the the way to really do it is if you want the if you want the free bet to lose is you want to basically play something that's closer to like well, as long shot as you want, but you want the you want the you want the free bet on like a something that's going to lose. So, you take something so like take a dog that's like plus 200 and then you take a favorite that's like minus two hundo uh, on different books. So then the odds aren't fifty yeah, percent. Now it's, now it's thousand, like sixty percent. Then you're betting a thousand dollars in a different book. Or are you betting the same number? No, you're basically you have to bet like eight or nine hundo. Wow, you're just washing money at this point. Did it work out? Did you go through with it yet? The vig, the vig is pretty much the same though. Yeah. Have you done so, this? Well, I have. I, I have one in the works. Oh, okay. It's going down. It's going down this weekend. Only fifteen points difference in the vig. It's um, Old Dominion and Louisiana Lafayette. Basically, Uh, I have Old Dominion plus one ninety, and then I think I got Louisiana Lafayette minus two hundred five. Okay, and you're Um, you're basically hoping Louisiana Lafayette wins, and then you're hoping to nail your redemption bet. Exactly. I can hedge. I can hedge the redemption bet, uh, honestly, to make like a couple hundred dollars. Okay. I want you to report back next week. Let us know how this goes. One of those books, William Hill burned me for 500 bucks. It basically tricked me not once, but twice because it was the same thing. It was like, that was the first book I'd ever heard of or ever even, I didn't know they could do that. Like, you don't just get credit, you get another bet. And I was like, oh shit, I better put this bet on something that's going to win. 
So I just bet like some crazy minus they odds. They must just bank on that, yeah. And then they, and then of course they only gave me back the winnings on that, and I was like, holy shit! Like I just intentionally lost four hundred some dollars by <laughs> making that bet. Like my bet yeah, won, and I'm still out. Rough. Yeah. Oh, that's rough, man. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, that's the catch with the free bet is when you're betting the free bet, they don't give you your bet back typically. So. Uh, like you said, yeah, you kind of exactly. learned the hard yeah. way. You won thirty. You won thirty dollars on a five hundred dollar bet. Yeah, I won um, like fifty bucks. I must have bet on. It was like I still remember it was Summer Olympics, and the U.S. shot put guy was he was seriously <laughs> like minus nine fifty to win. So I was like, well, that guy's gonna win. It was actually fairly tight too. Like it was not. Uh, I had to sweat it, <laughs> but in hindsight, <laughs> I, I guess I almost would have rather him just lost because they basically gave me nothing back. Uh, all right. Um, I'll go through my weekend real quick. Uh, we had an all timer at Penn State. Uh, I'm gonna say tailgate went from about nine thirty to six, and then at six, Kinger basically dragged me into the stadium. He's always real good about that, you know. I always feel like yeah, an hour before kick, an hour and a half is when he's really starting to like, hey, I'm nuts. We need to go into the stadium, so. He did that. Um, I feel like he calls me numb nuts sometimes. Yeah, it's pro- that's probably like a subliminal thought right there. He's probably used that on us. But he got me, and I'm glad he did. So I was in there. It's actually a little weird. I had to sit there for like 30 minutes waiting for the game to kick off, which kind of sucks, but also kind of nice because you sober up. Like Then the, the first quarter isn't real blurry to you, whereas like the way we normally do it is... Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, second half. <laughs> yeah, second half. Um, well, you can get you can get bruised in there now, though. I mean, that's a complete game changer, I think. Yeah, I actually stayed if off. If you're driving, it's risky. If you're driving, I think it's risky, but uh, yeah. if you're not... Stay away if you got to operate a vehicle. Well, of course, factor in, you're going to wait in the parking lot after the game for an hour and a half, too. So that's oh, more call. sober up time. Um, but yeah, so we were there in plenty of time. Um one of your seats obviously belonged to Griff. So yes. maybe the most exhilarating part of the game was me watching that clock kick down to kick off and Griff not being in that seat. Um, well, that's surprising. Was he at the, were you guys at the same tailgate? Yeah, the whole time. We actually oh, okay. we stopped by another tailgate on the way up, like right near the stadium. And sure enough, it was like 15 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes. Uh, the people that came into the stadium with Griff showed up to their seat. And it was like, you saw him in here? He's like, yeah, he's definitely in here. Like, he, he, like, lost. They went to, like, piss, and he lost them. So I'm like, oh, this will be interesting. Like, I don't know if at this point I'm a coin flip whether he's going to show up in, like, the second quarter or if he's going to show up at all. Right, right. I'm not kidding you. Probably between five and ten seconds before the <laughs> ball got kicked, he comes wandering up, shaking his head. And he goes, I got so turned around down there. But... Like he literally got positioned into his seat and like turned his body towards the field and the ball was kicking off. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good timing. The one thing I'll say is like it's so funny because he probably had, you know, 30 beers out there in the fields. And then for for him to say he got turned around down there as if like, you know, normally that wouldn't yeah, happen. Yeah, I was like, I, I feel like he was probably close to the section and then just did like a full lap on the concourse. That's the only thing I could 
imagine the fact that he was like took 20 minutes to get up there or whatever. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, the game was obviously somewhat uninteresting. We'll get into it. Uh, good vibes in the stadium. 110,000 people, Trav. They said it was fourth most attended ever, which was kind of surprising. And a decent amount of West Virginia people in there, too. But uh, it was a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I saw a picture that was like, said something along the lines of, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Mountaineers fans here or something. And the picture was like, I don't, I don't know if I see any. Yeah, I never know. <laughs> how to, it, I never know how to judge that. But like, I remember looking kinda, around and being like, maybe five percent of the people in here are wearing yellow. Maybe more. Like maybe like eight percent. Of course, we had like four douchebags behind wow. us. Like the people uh, directly behind us were Mountaineers fans, and they were just loud and like, oh, that was that was the worst part of the game. Honestly, was they were just doing this thing like. Uh, we're just here. We're just glad to be here. Like we're just here for a good time. Neil Brown sucks. West Virginia football is a joke. Like making all these comments. Like, but then like something would go their way, and it would just be like screaming bloody murder. Like, let's goes high fives. Like all. But it's like, on the one hand, it was like ten seconds ago you were joking like you you're not going to be in this game. But it was just yeah they were playing both lane. sides of it. It sucked. Yeah, it's the picture I saw too. It's you know how they kind of pack the fans in, like in that one, like oh yeah, we have corner. them like up there. Yeah, yeah, that's that was basically where the the picture was kind of zoomed in on. I was like, you mean the away section? Yeah, that. <laughs> and there was not that many corner. people there. Yeah, yeah, I'll that to, north I'll end zone. I think. Yeah, it just so there was quite a few. There's there quite a few fans though. That's good. Any run-ins with any Mountaineers fans or? Nope. Um... We had some at our tailgate at one point. Um, someone we were with must have been buddies with him, I guess. We had a Did couple. Any, uh, ben Jones show up at the tailgate? No Ben Jones. Um, no Flip Cup. Actually, Flip Cup was played, but no Ben Jones. Um, all right. We better move along here. Game balls. Game ball. Ronnie Bass. <laughs> Okay, uh, you want to kick us off? How many game balls are you working with this week? I got two. Fire away. First one, I have Riley Leonard's mom for always texting him before the game, you suck. Not sure if you caught that during the Duke Clemson game. I absolutely game. did not catch that. <laughs> they mentioned that that's what he asked his mom to text him before every game, I guess, was you suck. Just a reminder where he came from. Um, that's so... Sec- weird and makes me so uncomfortable yeah i'm not sure if that's weirder or the uh, clavicle necklace just i don't know those acc football guys i'll tell you okay he's also wearing a bracelet that says you suck okay there you go okay this kid yeah he needs to see a psychiatrist all right next game ball (laughs) next game uh next game ball uh this is this guy is the reason i think i might need to see a psychiatrist Uh, michael Penix. This guy is, throws the best deep ball I've ever seen. He's the only person where there's a receiver running 65 yards down the field, and I'm confident that it's going to land right in his lap. Bread <laughs> basket, yeah. Yeah, I will probably continue to bet against you. 
Um, but uh, game ball to you. That was that yeah. Was uh, I have some of him in my game notes there for the recap of that. But I'm with you, guys. Unbelievable. Okay, I'll um, I got a few here, so I'll stick with two as well. Uh, sticking with college football, I'm gonna go game ball Lane Kiffin. I saw a quote today. Apparently, he came out and criticized the shorter clock rule. Um, which I hadn't really thought about, but once I read his quote, I was like hell yeah i'm with this guy like that actually sums up my thoughts pretty well he basically just said like um he said there's a lot of problems that need to be fixed in the world around college football and was basically like i don't know why we picked this one if it wasn't broke like why are we why are we effing with it and i i couldn't agree more with that like we've talked about it a little bit kinger actually brought it up during the week one podcast but why why did we mess with that rule? Uh, obviously, the only justification would be to shorten the, the like the viewer's game time. I don't know if there's anyone on earth that asked for that. Like, I wish this college football game was shorter. I, I've never heard somebody say that. Uh, and And then if you think about that, even just take that principle, how about like the 10 media timeouts a game? Like, I can't tell you how many times we were sitting in that game Saturday and we were like, looking at each other like why like why is it still why is the game not resumed and it would just be the guy in the red hat was just down there for minutes at a time so (laughs) yeah that seems like a good place to cut if we're trying to shorten things yeah that's odd um i heard something pretty good recently trying to remember some there was some new rule uh that someone had kind of used as like evidence um that you know, they always make this stuff seem like like cutting the game. They always make it seem like it's a player safety thing, right? But yeah. it feels like it's it feels like it's not. It feels like that's just something that they use. And of course, I'm blanking on the spot of um, someone had a perfect example of like uh, yet another rule that they put in. It's like, okay, well, if that's if it's actually like player safety, then why do you, you yeah? Know, why do we have these countless why do we have these countless i mean the one that makes me more mad than anything is the overtime because they've basically just they took that which was pretty well defined like skill and then it's just like how much luck can we introduce into overtime like okay in the second overtime now you have to go for two just because and then if you get through that we'll just do this two-point conversion flip off like why again nobody asked for that you're just basically taking like skill out of the equation. It's very odd. It's weird. It's um it's hard to imagine like a national championship game decided that way for sure. Yeah. And I guess Penn State's one of the few teams to get boned off it so far, but like just wait till that happens to a few more fan bases. Like enjoy. <laughs> I don't know. I think they had that coming. Eight overtimes. <laughs> I mean they never dicked around the whole never- game, but it's like Yeah. Does anyone feel like that was a good indicator of who was more skilled that day? Who could score from two yards? Uh, I'd argue it was a toss-up at that point, so let's fire two-point conversions into the end zone. <laughs> That's where I was at with that. Uh, never forget, I'm going to tell my grandkids one day that the over-under in that game was like 48, and after eight overtimes, still under, under still right? Yeah, Yeah, under. Um, oh, the other thing I forgot to mention, too, is you brought this up. If you're looking to shorten a game, uh, we need to introduce that rule you talked about too. If somebody's laying on the field, I can't tell you how many that times or how many times that happened at West Virginia too. Get them off the field. 
get him onto the gurney, get him off. So yeah, we, we could save five minutes of pop every time somebody lays down and waits. It feels for, it feels like three to five minutes. And for we're each like, one. what are we doing? Waiting for an ice pack in a <laughs> in a conversation? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah the 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 reviews are like the instant replay reviews are pretty rough too. If you want to save time in a game, I that's a easy easy way to do just, it. Yeah, just like, call one of us. I'll watch yeah. it once or twice, and did I got you, it. Did yeah. you? Did you watch XFL at all? Just Dean Blandino just telling us, yep, like I can see this, I can see that, or I can or I cannot see this. And Here's I'm all the call. set. And yeah. it was 10 or 15 seconds. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's wild. We still have to have the geriatric man run over to the side. And now the equipment's updated. You know, we got, we went from like that big uh, monitor thing uh, that they can move around. Yeah. That, just to just like the small little thing that the guy holds up. But I don't think we need any of that. Do we? Nope. It could, it doesn't need to be on the field. It could just, yeah, it, it should be someone like, in a studio with like a couple TVs and a couple angles. I would argue that for most of those, I feel like after the play has happened, I've identified that there's something that needs to be reviewed. I've reviewed it myself before the announcer has said, pointed out that, Oh, there could be a challenge coming and then saying, you know, that one's close to call. Just remember that there does have to be indisputable video evidence in order for them to change yeah, it. You know? Yeah. And it, it just it's it's very odd. Yeah. Yeah. To your point, by the time they There's by the time minutes. they even announced that, you could almost have the call ready to rip. Like it could yep. it could be very quick. Yeah. There's there's genuinely there's genuinely 20 plus minutes right there. Give yep. us, give us back, give us back our stalled clock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. My other game ball was Pat McAfee. So I think we're on the same page here. I find Pat McAfee to be like one of the more annoying people on earth, but I'll say it. The man's managed to capture quite the audience. I saw today that his ESPN thing actually kicked off. I think he's legitimately on ESPN. Uh, I almost turned it on to hate watch it a little bit. And then I was like, that's going to affect my work productivity. Like, I'm not going to turn that on. Um, but yeah, in all seriousness, good for that guy. I think he quit what he retired. That was probably like six years ago. And he was joining Barstool. And now he's on freaking game day. And he has his own ESPN show. So I guess there's people out there that want it. I personally don't. But good for him. Game ball. Pat McAfee. It is. Yeah, it's like it's like okay, it's occasionally like pretty funny, um, the way how he, how he called out Brett Favre. That's funny. I'd need him to not scream all the time though. Like, the he's t- just kind of like he's just kind of has the angry junk like angry drunk vibes. Um, yeah, he's a he, flicker. He'll actually, probably he'll probably fill in good for Corso once we finally lose him. <laughs> yeah, actually, didn't I? Obviously, didn't watch any game day from the field, but I feel like I can kind of uh picture how he was acting on there all right um couple segments left here and then we'll get into the games so this one is yours to take the floor happy anniversary you have an anniversary to discuss yeah it's uh week two from last year which was the best uh betting week of my entire life up 20 units happy anniversary to me no kidding I feel like law of averages here. I, I can feel it in my bones. Six and oh six rack coming this week. 
It's never been done, right? Some five and ones. Five oh and no, one? Five oh and one. And you gave me the thumbs down. Yeah, it's not a perfect week. And the worst part was that's I a think no that's a no hitter. That's not a perfect five, game. Five oh and one was when that Oklahoma was playing Texas and Oklahoma instead of just kicking a field goal, ran the ball and the guy ran it in on the last play of the game to push the spread. <laughs> not that I not that I take took that personally or not, not that I'm still upset about it or anything. Yeah, I um, forgot that. Also, also worth noting about the the anniversary of week two last year. The the best part about this is you mentioned being on the couch and not wanting to, you know, not wanting that to be the week where you like suck. So of course that was the week that I was actually uh camping in the mountains. There you go. So I actually yeah. saw so I actually saw none of it. None. Yeah. So I just came back and I was like, oh, I got everything right. Nailed, I nailed the entire slate. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. Happy anniversary to you, Trav. Law of averages, like you said. Uh, and then I just have a Travia here that I'm going to toss you. I'm keeping it college football. I'm going to be a little upset if you know the answer to this. I feel like you might. Um, who is the first team to ever receive a number one ranking in the college football playoff? rankings oh, I, I remember it it was one of the mississippis i think it was so I they're both missed they're both in the top four right yes correct they're both in the top four you lost the coin flip is mississippi state <laughs> oh man that's crazy week, week 10 of 2014 they so mississippi state was one Ole miss was four uh there's another sec team in here at three and it's not is it wild Baylor. It's it's wild today. It's not back then. South Carolina, Missouri. Nope. Kentucky. Nope. Try not to... wild. Not wild back then. Tennessee. No, you're going to no guess idea. everybody. Auburn. Okay. Uh, and then there's an ACC team at two. And again, this made sense at the time. This made sense at the time. ACC. Florida State. Yeah, you got it. Florida State was two. Uh, since you you almost had that, so I'll just give you the other one. It, it's, uh, it's a quick hitter, too. So Iowa threw an opening drive TD pass in this home opener. Or not, I don't know if they were at home. I think they were. But their first game, oh. did you see this? Yeah. yeah. So that I had, touchdown I had pass to cover all those points, yeah. Uh, on the first drive of the season, for them to throw a touchdown pass, the last time it happened, you saw the year. No, no, oh no, sorry, I saw the play. I didn't see the year. Okay, yeah, last it was time like I... a it was like a forty yard pass to the end zone. So the last time they scored a touchdown on the opening drive of the year, when do you think that was? What year was that? Is it never? <laughs> it's not never. Okay. I'll say Brad Banks, 2002. Uh, it's 1991. <laughs> okay, that's why. So I guess in all of Brad Banks' years, he never... You got to imagine they scored plenty of times in their opening drive. They're probably playing some cupcakes. I guess they just never passed it. Uh, oh, it was yeah, against yeah, Hawaii, point. 1991. Oh. All right. Rainbow Warriors, baby. Rainbow Warriors. So let's get into it. Week one. Betting results. We'll go through the records. Uh, yeah, let's do it. 
Let's start with the T-Man here. So I'm looking at T-Man last week. I have down one and seven, but that's including a couple losing parlays. So basically one and five and then lost the parlays, including a 73 to one parlay, which which two of three legs, yeah, two of three legs, a plus 440 Wyoming money line, a plus 280 Northern Illinois money line. But then North Texas didn't it's come rough. through at plus yeah, 220, which rough. wasn't that crazy. Um, so that would have been cool. And then we obviously lost our kind of squad parlay there. We failed on two of three legs, and teasing that would have made zero difference. So one in five, T Man, um, as if that wasn't bad enough. It looks like you're tossing around some double unit plays. Uh, even sure a little. Was. <laughs> even a little heavier in some cases. I'm seeing some serious yeah. action on South Carolina plus three. So, oh yeah, a lot on South Carolina. Um, yeah, a lot on South Alabama. Yeah. Saturday night that was rough, man. Um, I mean, we'll get we'll get to the but, games themselves. But if yeah. you have anything in there that you're particularly do, do we, upset about, yeah, did we discuss Texas Tech and Wyoming in the games? Did you have that in your short? I just list had that no? in. Not in the short list, but at the end, I had other noteworthies. I have like a few, okay. and that was one right, of them. Cool. I we'll actually, just, we'll just get, we'll get to it then. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even watch. The, I couldn't even watch the end of the game. I just. Oh, okay. Was it was kind of awesome. So. Yeah, you'll have to let me know what happened because I did not care. <laughs> okay. I was, uh, I was hurt. <laughs> I had a, I had a bounce back week myself, so I had a good week, uh, <laughs> at least relative to this podcast. I was up uh, three point one units. I went 12 and 10, and I think that included at least one losing parlay. Oh, no, two. Oh, but I won another parlay. So whatever that is, uh, 11 and 8-ish. Um, my, most of my profits, thanks to a 4-0 Thursday night, I cleaned up two and a half units on the Utah-Florida game alone. So we'll get into that, but I had that game pegged correctly. Um and this is just one of those rare weeks. I don't think I lost on anything heavy. Like anytime I threw two units at it, uh, it did not come back to burn me. So I will take that all day long. Uh, Are we just considering parlays recreational then? Yeah, we should. What we need to do is like keep a record of games that are like, I don't know, minus 150 and shorter. And then we need like another record that's all these parlays. Right, 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 right. Um, like it's going to factor into how many units I'm up. So uh, currently I stand at a plus four tenths of a unit. I am up <laughs> over the couple weeks and you are down. So you're down 11.6 units, but all that damage is basically this past week. Whoa, I mean, whoa. 11, 11.58. <laughs> 11.58. Uh, lost about 11.2 this past week. So. Uh, you just need to flip that on its head. Uh, you can lose that much in one week. Maybe you can win that much in one week, too. I mean, you, we are coming off the anniversary of the 20-unit week, so don't be afraid to hit it hard. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 20 units. All right, so let's go through the week one results. Uh, we'll just kind of run through the scores. If you have any comments, throw out the comments. Utah, start Thursday night. Utah 24, Florida 11. Uh, I think we both watched this game, right? You're able to watch this. 
Yeah, I watched that one. Uh, that was the last. That was the last game I got right. Basically, uh, I have jotted down here: Utah beating an SEC team by double digits with their backup QB. Sounds like Utah's no joke. Yeah, no Cam Rising required here. They're probably thrilled they didn't play him, honestly, and they get away with the dub. Uh, the f- first play, I-, I think we were firing up the pod at the time, so I don't know if you uh, you didn't see this. Did not see it, no. Not first play, but Florida went three and out. Uh, so b- we were both on Utah. I was also on a Florida team total under. Florida went three and out. Utah got the ball. The guy went 70-yard bomb. Uh, money parks hauls it in TD like that. Does, it does not get better than that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Holy cow! I'm getting rich tonight. Uh, I thought Graham Mertz looked pretty much what I thought he would look like. It it was bad until they were down like 14 or 20 points. Then he started moving the ball okay. down the field a little bit. Say, I was gonna say, man, I saw 330 yards passing. That's yeah, but you got. I mean, they were down literally 20. They came yeah, out in the second half and you. played a little bit. Um, I mean, they scored 11 points. Let's not get nuts here. They didn't score in the second or third quarter, but he was moving the ball to his credit. Um, I also have Florida down for 21 carries, 13 yards. I think that's oh. sacks included, but that's just that's just Whew. comically bad. Um, and if you're keeping track at home, I have Utah last 15 games in a row at home winners and we kind of put an asterisk on that covid game too so it's 20 some okay same night minnesota beat nebraska 13 to 10 that was a thriller that one i wasn't really watching because i was watching utah but i did catch like the fourth quarter and that was all i needed to see all all you needed that was an excellent ending i was like oh man this is just like a shitty big 10 football game then all of a sudden we just got ourselves a real barn burner there at the end uh, the Daniel Jackson made almost the best catch ever and then just bounced then on fourth down and just basically does it again. Yeah, I forgot that. he The first time he caught it, did they say his foot wasn't in or the ball came out of his hands? Uh, maybe it both. both. It was close. It was close. It looked like he was out. Dude, yeah. And then, and then on fourth down, um, I think there was maybe one play in between. And then fourth down, I mean, it was like great, uh, great. Um, you know, job of tapping his toes there to catch the game-winning TD. Yeah. I mean, we should say, too, to get there, uh, so Nebraska is basically holding on to this 10-3 lead going into the, what? No, no, they must have kicked a field goal in the fourth to get to 10. But, um, so it's 10-3 with the ball, and they fumbled it to Minnesota, like around midfield. So that's with five minutes left. Minnesota goes down the field. That got a couple incompletions, including that one the guy dropped, and then fourth and fourth and ten at the Nebraska thirteen was the TD. So they lose on fourth down, basically. Uh, Nebraska had a chance to go down the field again, and I'll say it, hand up, my guys, my guys, bad. Jeff Sims, I thought that guy could play. That was some atrocious quarterback play in this game. Uh, I never really I three, never, yeah, three I never. picks, eleven of nineteen for one hundred and fourteen yards. It's not great, including the game, basically the game deciding interception. Throws a pick with a minute left to let uh, Minnesota get the ball one more time and kick a forty-seven yard field goal. Good kick too. It's kind of like a no doubter. Yeah, he celebrated as soon as he kicked that thing. 
uh, most Im- most importantly here, you have a PJ Fleck plastic surgery conspiracy theory, right? Uh, Germ had it during bowl season, I think. Okay, it. I mean, it's legit. I didn't even recognize him, and then <laughs> I I did search it, and there is. I think he's been open about he did have his face fixed. And smoked. His I mean, it fire. doesn't even look like it doesn't even look like the same person. Is he just doing cosmetic stuff, or is he? Uh... I think he just yeah. Is he just I think vain? he's going like I think he's going like deviated septum or you know Ooh, whatever axe. he wants to, and then just getting the face fixed up. Yeah, it says he's citing a bunging cord incident. Oh or something. yeah, there you go. Mm, yeah, likely story. Went skydiving. Yep. Okay. I'll keep it. I'll keep a closer eye on that next time I see him. Just getting some work done. All right. Uh, Friday night. I was actually at a bar. at during at this point, so I was kind of glancing over at a TV. I had Miami of Ohio. Um, I think I had them as well. So they lost it 17 and a half or something. Yeah, so it was not close. Uh, Miami, Florida, 38 to 3 over top of Miami, Ohio in the Confusion Bowl. So I was just kind of glancing over, like I said, but I didn't really pay attention. And it looks like it looks like Miami ran the hell out of the ball. 250 yards, 36 carries. Uh, Mirrorball, maybe he's got something going. He's keeping the limbs this year. Keep everything no, attached. I, I already, I mean, I already took him from him. We're gonna have to put him back on. Speaking of reconstruction, <laughs> strap him back on. Miami's running the ball. I mean, it's Miami, Ohio, but uh, I think if you're a Hurricanes fan, you're just celebrating the fact that they moved the ball. And then Stanford, Hawaii. That's a loser for me as well. I I thought Hawaii could cover the field goal. I thought Hawaii could win. Um, I thought they would yeah. win. Uh, we we're making fun of someone for running the ball. Florida, Hawaii was just as bad. So sack yards included, they gave up six sacks. If you include the sacks, sixteen carries, minus five yards. So that's rough, man. I so. My thought was going into it was I thought Stanford's D would be bad, and I think they'll probably end up end up they're like, they're going to end up being really bad. But I had Hawaii's team total like to score twenty eight points, and I mean it felt like it it never stood a chance. Uh, they ended up with twenty four with the, like the garbage, garbage time score. Yeah, yeah, I had I had some over thankfully, so that actually cashed on that garbage TD. But I also I would not have guessed. Just ignorantly, I didn't think Stanford was going to score 37 points. Just like, I didn't think they had anyone. <laughs> thought they looked like a pretty reasonable team. I didn't like how the coach was like in the squatting position the whole time. Thought that was kind of weird. <laughs> I didn't see it. Every uh, time he was on the, they showed him on the sideline, he appeared to be like squatting down. Uh, Urban Meyer, aneurysm oh, style. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know the stance. Do, do we need to be concerned about Stanford's QB? This Ashton Daniels guy? I'm looking at the box score. Looks like he had himself looked, a pretty nice uh, day. Thought he looked more than reasonable. Yep. Um, I, I who also is thought that they struggle. I also thought they'd struggle like who they're getting through the portal, but I don't know. They they did not look bad, man. Um Yeah, it's a it's a long season. I don't think Hawaii played well. I, I just thought Hawaii was gonna play well given all the stuff that was going on on the island. On and, the island, yeah. That's disappointing. Okay, Saturday, the noon slate here. Um uh, Colorado Beats TCU 45-42. You and me saw that coming. Um, actually, I I was terrified to take a side, 
so I took the over. That worked out very well. Uh, if I was a TCU betting man, I would have been. I'd basically turn off my TV this week because that's all I've heard about is Colorado winning that game. Tell me um, you weren't on TCU. I was in on TCU. You were on TCU. Oh yeah. Did you say that we were both all, all over this? No, I I did not see this coming. I I thought the score was going to be like forty five to ten. Yes. Yeah, I just never I never saw them scoring that many points on offense. I figured the defense would be bad, and I think it's going to be bad. But I just I never saw them looking like that on offense. Yeah, that was. I mean, who's going to say they knew what that would look like? But a uh, couple notes here. Uh, Travis Hunter, I want to give a shout-out to you. Remember when we talked about the Ohio State defensive end? He's a five-star recruit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Travis Hunter, I think he has a 100 rating on his recruit profile. So, oh, okay. again, somebody there out there, good call. That guy's <laughs> yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot being made of him playing both sides of the ball. I've got 60 snaps on O, 79 snaps on D. I'll I'll be the idiot that asks if if he has good cardio, why do I give a shit that he's running routes and running routes with receivers? Do you think this is like putting him in jeopardy? I do. I don't think that's sustainable. It's not uh, you don't think it's sustainable. I don't think it's sustainable for like a career. No. He can't do this and call it like why? No. No, I just think he's <laughs> on the field too much. I just think it's like he's just he's begging just gonna for like, someone to roll roll on, roll up on him. Oh, okay. So just out of luck, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just okay. pure from a number standpoint, from a stats standpoint. Okay, I was just looking at it like if his body is conditioned to run like a three and a half hour track meet or whatever. Like, why not? Oh, yeah. I guess but I don't think he can play. Like, I just don't think Sonny Dykes is basically saying like or... I couldn't keep my guys on the field because they were cramping so bad, and that guy played the entire game. He was like scratching his head. It's pretty wild. Uh, Also, the Colorado running back. (laughs) That is insane. Dylan Sanders, I think his name is. That guy, a true freshman. That guy is phenomenal. I've never heard of that man in my life. He's incredible. Same. same. Blazing speed. Uh, And then Shador Sanders looked pretty good, too. Like, he didn't do anything unbelievable, in my opinion, but just like pretty smart with the ball. Like, knew where to go with it. Knew where to throw it away. Way, way better than what I was expecting. Yeah. He kind of looks a little scrawny, but. And he started, I mean, he started like. He was literally just checking, kind of checking the ball down. And the next time I checked in, it was like, oh, yeah, he has three or 400 yards. I was like, well, how did that happen? I I mean, some of that was, you know, kind of swing passes or whatever. He threw short a lot, but like, yeah, he just like put it in the safe spot every time the four receivers, hundred yards, that thing's pretty crazy. That's uh, nuts. Um, what else? TC, uh, I will say TCU. They got down like at the goal line or at least in the red zone twice. Right. And they threw interceptions. Yeah. Good one to the on linebacker, that. one to, um, Travis Hunter. So they left some points on the field, but, um, I, I don't know. I've, I feel like that game didn't tell me anything about TCU. It just maybe tells me Colorado's going to be able to score some points. I feel like with TCU, I think that tells us their defense is going to be bad again, right? I don't. Some of that just has to be like, what are they? You know, like they're trying to prepare for that, and like, what are they expecting? 
Oh, if the That's Chiefs true. score here, we win the bet, right? Yeah. Oh, did he score? He scored. Just need an extra point. They go up seven. Um, oh, heck yeah. And then the other thing I was going to say is this seems like a good time to mention the Pac-12 went 12-0. and Did you see this? I did, yeah. It's pretty wild. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Cal wins. Big. They were a five-point favorite. Colorado won as the 21-point dog. Stanford oh, man, was, was a field goal favorite. They won. Utah was a five-point favorite. Washington State, nine-point favorite. And then everybody else was like two TDs or more. But still, like for all that to happen, that's pretty wild. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I, I had Blake Bell to score in the Super Bowl. I was just one game too late. Did he just catch that pass? Like, I think so. I think it was like 500 to one. <laughs> so I was just one game late. I love looking up at this game because every time I take my eyes off, like I thought Detroit was just driving on Kansas City's 20, and then I looked up. And well, they did. They fumbled. Okay, I missed the fumble. If this, if Bucker misses this extra point, I'm going to be pissed. Um, but yeah, so shout out Pac-12. That's awesome. Um, I do have Shadur Sanders numbers here, Snake. Um, Shadur, Shadur, uh, however he says his name. Uh, 38 of 47, 510 yards, 11 yards a pass, four TDs, zero picks. That's insane. Um, I wanted to see Chandler Morris, 24 of 42. Ooh, not great, 57%. 279 yards, two TDs, two picks. Yeah, so the, the, the picks, um, I was kind of yeah. hoping he'd be Max Duggan. I don't know if that's going to happen. So. Didn't First look game. like it, yeah. First game. First game. Um, okay, Washington. We You touched on Michael Penix. I'm basically reading off my note card here. 56 to 19. Uh, Boise State's D looked incredible for about 12 minutes, and then it was just floodgates. It was just like, Exactly what we're afraid of. The receiver is five to ten yards behind the safety, and he's going to drop it in the red. But he's, like you said, he's incredible at that. I've got him at 29 of 40, 450 yards. That is like 16 yards per completion. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah he's good, man. He's They're going to burn me because they look pretty good. I was hoping that game would be close, but uh, it's a long year. I'm not going to take too much out of, you know, I'm not going to like take too much out of that on Boise state's end. I mean, they could be, they could be just fine in the Mount West. They could win the rest of their games for all we know. Uh, that does tell me that Washington is going to score some points. So you gotta, you gotta have some sort of, I don't know, some sort of plan to stop it. And you're going to have to have an offense that can probably score 30 it's like, points. It's like watching Tennessee last year. Like they're just going to get you. Yeah, I don't think Boise State had either of those things, unfortunately. So. No, the, the worst thing that ever happened was Taylor Green running that touchdown in last year, a house call, because <laughs> it ruined like, us. Yeah, I'm like, this guy's amazing. Uh, it was on the sheet, but we can skip over. The dogs beat UT Martin 48-7. We were waiting to get into the stadium to the Penn State game, and Matchell was just asking everyone in sight if they had the dog score. Was he kidding or he was, was he just tuned up or oh he's serious? Yeah. Um our cell phones Carson, didn't work, so he thought somebody there might oh, have dogs. That makes that makes sense. Let's shorten the football games. Um, but let's not worry about our cell service. How's <laughs> that? Um Carson Beck, twenty one of thirty one, two hundred and ninety four yards. I mean, it was weirdly close for a while, I feel like. 
Um, did you happen to catch UT Martin's QB's name? I see it in the box score, and it looks <laughs> wild. I got it at Kinkad Dent. You're, I feel like there's I feel like there's a Ronnie Two Sharp pun in there kink, that I'm missing. Hey, you're giving him Kinkad. How about Kinkied? Kinkied Dent? It's got to be Kinkad, I guess. You're right. I don't know what that is. Looks like K-I-N-K-E-A-D. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, looks like Brock Vandegrift didn't really get to play through three passes. Uh, Brock Bowers did not catch a TD for me either. That's not good. Uh, and it looks like the UT Martin TD came very late. Six minutes left in the game. Oh, one thing we need to specify on here too. We we've got different betting regulations. I don't know if we talk about this, but I I can't do players in Colorado. You can do them in Maryland. That is the stupidest so, thing I've ever heard. So I I can't I can't do, you know I couldn't so it do just Heisman. doesn't show up I in the app. Do, yeah, it's just not in there and. Interestingly enough, I saw like a list of, you know, states where you can do it and not do it. Sorry, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, I saw like in Connecticut, you can you can bet on like players specifically, but you can't bet on Connecticut teams. Yeah, there's a few Illinois like that. I think you can't bet on teams in the state. If I have insider info or something, I feel like I'd be putting that on a player. Or if I have it, if I have it for a player, I feel like I'd have it for no, a team. These are as rules well. that like you feel, these are rules that just are, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, nothing's following. There's no thought sense. behind it. Yeah, and some of them are the exact opposite. Uh, Colorado, obviously. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's very, very what, odd. What, but, is, um, what is that stopping other than I'm not a player I'm not sure. betting on his own team? And that's only if the game is at home, right? It's like if you're in state lines, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's dumb as shit. I didn't realize that about the player props, though. That kind of sucks. It's weird. Uh, Drive up to, what's to the north of you? Wyoming? Nebraska? uh, Wyoming. I feel like I'm not sure where they're at in the betting world. That feels like that could be behind. Like like decades. Yeah. All right. This is a quicker game. Houston 17, UTSA 14. You lay eyes on that because all I saw is box score. No, nah, just box score. Frank Harris, three picks. Yeah, bad. 18 to 36, mean, too. Tough day. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know what side I would have been on here, so thank goodness I was not in on it. I was in on it. They also, UTSA ran for 200 yards, and they lose. Like, I don't know what happened here. Three picks. Turnovers, yeah. Turnover. Lost turnover battle, I guess. Uh, UNC 31, South Carolina 17. I know you're in on that. You had USC? South Carolina? All over all over USC. I didn't, I didn't see much of this game. Obviously, you didn't watch any of it. Yeah, I went back and watched it the next day on, like, fast-forward mode. Um, I was hurt, too. I was hurt too much to do that. I did contemplate doing that this week. But, yeah, I just didn't want to see it. Yeah. Uh, what's South Carolina... Yeah, they couldn't run the ball, right? I just didn't see that. I just did not see that coming. Yeah, they could not run the ball. Um, that that just that that's like blowing my mind. I still feel like it didn't happen. They also got sacked it. like a hundred times. Like I feel like half the highlights were just sacks. Yeah, they gave up nine sacks, dude. Nine. Uh, and Drake May was decent. 
Uh, he was maybe slightly better than Spencer Rattler. But, yeah, it was weird. It was just like uh, North Carolina looked like, I don't know, they had like better athletes than South Carolina, which you kind of wouldn't expect. Yeah, it's weird. All right, Penn State thoughts, 38-15. Anything you want to put out there? Got a few. Can go through it quick, try and go through it quickly. Uh, number one, loved watching a Penn State quarterback stand comfortably in the pocket for the first time in five years. Much <laughs> longer than that, yeah. Um, felt like overall pretty good performance. I don't think it really like changes my view on the team whatsoever, like one way or the other. Uh, didn't uh, receivers looked? I don't know. It seemed like there was a lot of them, and I thought they played pretty well overall, uh, minus the drops. But uh, I thought Malik McLean kind of stood out to me. As it looks like. That guy's touchdown looks so effortless. I was so impressed. Uh, as somebody that they didn't really talk about this year, that was going to be like a, a breakout candidate. I, I'm, I'm going to throw that guy in the mix. I, I feel like he's yeah, after massive. The, he looks quick. After uh, the I second mean, grab, not the TD, but it was before that. We were like, one of us asked, I can't remember who said it. He's like, who is 11? Like, who is that? I completely forgot about that guy. Didn't realize he was going to no. be in the mix like that. First and second quarter, yeah, it was hard to figure out who all the receivers were. Um, they, I think they held Donaldson in check just enough. It felt like he, it felt like he ran for like yeah, 150 eight, yards, 18 carries, like four and a half yards 80, per carry. Yeah. Nothing crazy. So they held him in check just enough. The guy that burned guess, him running was the QB. That guy was, I mean, he, I don't, I'm hesitant to say he was good, but like, he was a really good runner. He was quick. Like anytime he yeah. rolled out of the pocket, he was dangerous. I feel like he picked up eight first downs himself. Yeah, and um, we don't need to get into the the cover thing too much. There's really we're both going to say we don't care. There's going to be people that do care. I think it's a. I thought it was a weird. I mean, I think it's a weird look that they're up there trying to pound that thing in. But if they're going against the first team defense, I feel like it was. It's a perfect. West Virginia is calling timeouts. I don't think I. Re- I don't yeah, think I really care. A, that's way. a perfect storm of events. The things that led up to them scoring uh, that I touchdown, and it had to the grand finale was the fact that the play clock was still, there was time left on it. So they ran a play. Okay. Like, it's not like they could have, could have not ran the play. And I guess they could have kneeled from the four or whatever, but like color me, not shocked that they want that kid to score a touchdown in front of a hundred thousand. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Um, icing on the cake though. The fat bar stool guy losing a couple hundred dollars on that. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would just add to the, you touched on Drew Aller, but a couple throws there that was just like, I haven't seen this ever. Like the touchdown pass was great. It looked even better on TV than it did in person. I thought it was like late in person, but then I watched it on the replay. I was like, I can't believe he got that ball there. So it's just nice to yeah. have someone that can sling a ball. Better defender. It might get picked, uh, you know, but um, his arm bailed him out. But, and, but a lot of those throws, like he's, he's scrambling like towards the line of scrimmage and he's still looking down the field and he's like firing a laser. Like I've, I've missed that. So I'll take that all day. Oh, our kicker legitimately stinks too. That could be issues. I kind of hate how the kicks look so beautiful. They're just starting so far. Yeah. He's They're hit, just starting he's, so far. Right. He's hitting a draw and he was just aiming at the right. Draws. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my golf shots. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> looks good sometimes. It's just taken off in the wrong direction. Yeah, weird. Uh, another game similar to UTSA. 
I had a loser here, but I didn't watch it, and I didn't even watch highlights. Tulane beat South Alabama 37-17, to 17, which is like, I feel like that kind of flew under the radar, but that's a nice Tulane win. 20 points? Yeah. On didn't, have the, didn't have the heart to watch the highlights of that either. That just seemed like... That seemed like it was going to be a toss-up. I just did not South see Alabama happening. turned the ball over five times. I mean, Tulane yeah, so turned yeah. it over three there's times. A, I think there's just a common theme here. I think I just... I really picked some serious... Some serious losers, man. Yeah. T- Tulane's quarterback is legit, too. Uh, I mean, we're going to get to that game later. So, we'll move it along. UCLA beat Coastal 27-13. to 13. This is another game. I glanced through some highlights, but... I think that finished right around what the spread was, two TDs. Oh, the only thing I was curious about is if UCLA switched to this uh, freshman like phenom. Because I see through... they did so chanting, chanting for him. He came out. I think he threw a pick initially, which I didn't see. Um, I saw them chanting for him. He came out again, threw a TD pass, like first pass. So I, you know, I I don't know if he's like the best player for him this year, but I think if they lose a couple games. They gotta let this guy. He's they gotta let him play. Yeah. He he looks like he reminds me of DTR. I mean, I don't know who else to compare him to. That's an easy one. Yeah. Um, and Grayson McCall's numbers look pretty bad, but from what I was seeing and from what I read, like he was basically catching a snap and firing the ball. Like I don't think he had any time to throw back there. I think Coastal's offensive line is going to be serious issues. Jimmy's and Joe's for sure, and I did, I wasn't sure if it was going to go that way. Yeah. All right. We're into Sunday night. Florida State beats LSU pretty handily, 45 24. You said you knew you were cold at that point. So I know you're on LSU as well. You did not flip this pick. I'm still a little salty about this one. I feel like, for starters, that opening drive, the first time LSU had the ball, like they got down to the two or three. And then it was just like, I think if they ran 20 plays, they wouldn't have got a foot. It was just like incompetent down at the goal line. Okay. I, I, uh, I was like popping in and out. I actually met up with a friend of the pod that night. So there was some travel time, um, that I missed a few things. Yeah. They marched it down the field quick. Um, but their red zone offense was just terrible. So in my mind, like I think things could have went differently if they would have capitalized on a couple of those. And then, no doubt. They were up 17-7 or no? No. I think they were up 10. 17-10. Yeah, maybe. I think I, maybe I, think it I was, read like 17-10 with the ball maybe or something. Yeah. 10-7-17. Maybe they were up 17-7. Um, yeah, but credit to Florida State. I Just in general, one of my thoughts during this was like Penn State's defensive line is a little scary. Uh, just like especially the interior. When you look at these teams, these guys were just like so much bigger. I felt like like I'm like that is like we don't have 350 pound guys standing in the nope. middle to clog nope. things. We need up. to we need to find some though. Um, I thought Jordan Travis's stat line maybe looks a little better than he played. I wasn't completely sold. A few shaky throws in the first half that I was like, holy shit, that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Saw a couple of those, yeah, like third and long he's like off his back foot like getting tackled and lobbing a ball into center field he got away with it though and he ends up i mean 340 yards four tds that'll keep him in the heisman mix for sure that's Uh, legit mvp goes to the receiver keon coleman so 
Somebody yep. next people to play Florida State. Somebody should probably cover that guy. Yeah. Did he? Uh, is he from Michigan State? Right. Michigan State. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, Duke and Clemson. Duke twenty-eight to seven. This is this is the most WTF game of all time in my books. I've got Duke has not beaten Clemson since two thousand and four. I have a Dabo quote. Thought he actually summed it up pretty well. Um, I guess before I even get to it, too, I will say there was definitely part of me, and this was going on in the group chat we were in as well, that you could kind of take some enjoyment in <laughs> the downfall of Dabo, like him just being dumbfounded <laughs> they were losing. That's kind of nice. Um, at the same time, I was losing money. And I feel like Dabo summed up the game pretty well. He said, uh, quote, that's the weirdest game I've ever been a part of. I've been beat. I've had my butt kicked, but that was the strangest game I've ever been a part of. <laughs> that's that's kind of like, kind of how it felt. Clemson had twelve more first downs, forty-eight more yards, threw and rushed for two hundred yards. A stat which Dabo noted had correlated to a hundred and eight and O all-time record for the Tigers before that game. So if they ran and threw for two hundred, they're hundred and eight Um. Obviously, in the red zone, what they do? Two, two fumbles, two blocked field goals, like that. Just that doesn't happen. You're wait. You're missing. You're missing one too. Oh, and two. Uh, they where they didn't convert on fourth down. Yeah. So if you count those as turnovers, they, two two fumbles, two missed field goals, and two uh, failed fourth down conversions. Yeah, I think it says they gave up fifteen points off three turnovers which were a pick and two fumbles but in reality it just felt like they were just handing duke the ball at midfield or better like constantly in that game that was weird i'd like i'd like to uh, throw the uh, challenge flag on the the targeting call that was after the play yeah we gotta get slid we gotta get that fixed Uh, I'm going to put it out there. Uh, second worst call I've ever seen be- behind uh, Brandon Smith, 2016 against Michigan, of course, uh, when he was yeah. catching a pass and someone ran into him and they called targeting <laughs> on him. And then they <laughs> oh, reviewed but, it. Yeah. Then they reviewed it. Yeah. Um, but second worst call I've ever seen. I'm not really sure how that's a dead ball. I don't get how that's dead ball. I don't, I don't understand that. Yeah. And I guess that's like the first time it's ever happened because everyone seems confused. I guess I'm waiting for the like the ACC statement that says we messed this up, but I haven't seen it yet. I mean, he's he's attempting to tackle him during the play, right? Yeah, during the play. It's so, something to do with like how you're just dead immediately if you. I guess just wait until he's down, then you can just blast him. Yeah, give him a good shot. Yeah, I, I don't. Know. Ideally, with like a minute left in the first half. And you can sit out the rest of the game and you'll be back next week. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. I like that. Uh, what'd you think on Duke's QB? A lot of talk going into the game. Mr. Uh, you suck. I, yeah, I don't know. It's, he's it's, he's fine. Like he's pretty he, athletic. He, he ran the ball missed, a lot better than he threw it. I missed the TD run again. Couldn't go back. Couldn't go back and watch much football. Yeah. Good runner. Uh, f- good runner athletic hundred about a hundred yards rushing. I believe I saw. Yeah. Uh, th- that 
TD, I think, was 44 yards, but 17 of 33 and 175 yards through the air. I don't think he threw. No I don't think he threw the. I don't think he threw the ball that well. But Duke was like surprisingly able to like pick up yards against the, Clemson's yeah, D. The, the weird Lots part of was big plays. Running, it was yeah. just. It was odd. It was. It was yeah, I don't know what to take from that game other than Clemson's passing offense looks pretty bad to me. They all they could run the ball pretty well. I guess they could have just continued to run it. Um, and then. Like you said, their defense not being able to stop those guys was concerning. All right, so any other games besides those ones that you want to talk about? I think got to just mention um, Wyoming taking out Texas Tech in double overtime, I think. It's a pretty cool finish. Uh, not, yeah. if, not if you're on Texas Tech, but... Well, I wasn't on... I was not on Texas Tech. I had the under. Oh, okay. So basically, I went into overtime, and I was like, as long as they don't both score touchdowns, I'll still win. Uh, double OT, I lose. So pretty rough. Um, and then I did have Wyoming plus 14 and a half, I think, which I thought was a stupid bet. They got down 17-0, like, before you could blink. Then all of a sudden, I see <laughs> they're, you know, just storming back. It was just it was wild. Yeah, seventeen. Um, it was a wild game. A yeah. Wish I could have enjoyed the end, but uh, didn't see it. Don't know how it ended. Yeah, fourth, fourth, basically like a fourth and goal from the ten. All out blitz from Texas Tech. He dumped it over the top. Might have been like a tight end. Basically walked into the end zone, and it was second OT. So you got to go for two. And I can't even remember how they scored that. I think it was a pass, but maybe I'll it was watch cool. it one day. It was a walk off. It was nice. Uh, other games, Ohio State twenty three to Indiana three. I'll I'll just say I watched went back and watched this one and fast forward and Ohio State's offense does not look great. I mean, you got to give them time. They get a couple cupcakes here to probably fine tune things, but little bit of hope there if you're a Penn State or Michigan fan. Yep, I've been down this road before. Um, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> give <laughs> it a template comes around. Something tells me the McCourt guy will look pretty good, but. No, I think I think it's I think it's promising. Yeah, I, I didn't hate what I saw. Sounds like the Devin. I was worried that the McCord guy wasn't going to play well, and then Devin Brown was going to come in and be amazing because that sounds it like just, something that would happen. It but just brought him in to hand like, the ball off. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like they didn't really give him a chance to play. So it sounds like McCord's been the guy all along. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Ryan Day is playing like coy about the whole thing for some reason. But he threw. McCord threw like a Sean Clifford pick across his body, which was just really nice. That was just refreshing to see. Just like, okay. I don't know if you know this, but he went to high school with Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, I know that, but he threw him the ball. This, like sorry, it's just time. a joke because I've probably heard that a thousand times. So I feel like I've heard that said. So <laughs> just, okay. Package, <laughs> package deal. Uh, oh, and lastly, Texas State 42, Baylor 31. I think that was at Baylor. Biggest upset of the weekend, four touchdown spread. Most importantly, I've got a possible catch of the year. Ooh. Okay, I, you didn't I could, see it? I could watch that. I could watch that. Okay. Uh, number 10 on Texas. One-hander down the sideline. Best part is no gloves. So I'll send you. No. I'll dig it up. It's insane. We got to keep an eye on Texas State. Supposedly, Supposedly that coach is like one of those rising coaches that actually sounds most. I mean, they must be doing pretty good. Uh, I got notes on Baylor. DJ Kinney. I got notes on him. Kinney. Yeah. We'll get to that game. We'll get, get there. Okay, cool. All right. We're into it. Week two slate. Uh, just thoughts on the matchups in general. I think it's better than week one. Yeah, it's good. Uh, a lot, a lot of good games. Um, I'm going in with just a, 
a uh, fresh attitude here. Um, I've, I kind of feel like Blank I, sheet. I kind of feel like I'm, uh, forgot how to ride a bike. So I, you know, basically I'm just putting the training wheels back on here, but I, I like I like where I like where I'm going. I like yeah. where we're heading. You now have a data point for every team. That's kind of nice. I mean, that gives it's us only one. something to work off. Well, two, two for some. Yeah, two for some teams. Uh, in theory, we should all be. They should be better at setting the lines, and then we should be better at not getting like blindsided by a Colorado or someone like that. Uh, okay, so Thursday night again. That's as we record. You have no action on Murray State Louisville, right? No. All right. I just I wanted to have something, so I took an over 55 and a half, but Louisville was a 44-point favorite. Uh, that game's obviously so bad that I'm watching NFL, but I do have some over going. Uh, and then Friday night, I think Illinois at Kansas is a good game. Like, I'm definitely going to try and make a point to watch that. Big 10 versus Big 12. These guys don't ever play. They haven't played each other since 1968 so which is that's pretty crazy because they do they oh no i don't think they border each other but pretty darn close wait yes they do right if they do uh kansas is west no, of no. illinois nebraska i think nebraska's in the middle that's a political geographical i don't know it's probably a lot farther of a drive than you'd think i know that yeah, as someone who's drone uh driven through uh Nebraska and Kansas, it, it's definitely further than you'd think. Um so do you realize the deal with Kansas here? I had no idea that Jalen Daniels didn't play last week. They've had Jason Bean play, but I'm reading that Jalen Daniels will play this week. Right. Um is that looks from like we his got injury last year? That's like looks like Looks like we got Iowa and Missouri in the middle snake. Um, no, so he must have had like back spasms before the game or something. So the Bean guy played, and it sounds like Jalen Daniels is going to play tomorrow, though. Yeah, so I I mean, I like the sounds of that. Uh, Illinois is coming off the dogfight with Toledo. Game-winning kick. They're actually down a point, I think, or down two when they <laughs> kicked that field goal. Oh my gosh, that's great. Kansas played Missouri State. They took care of business 48-17. I don't like this game, but like I said, it's because it's the Friday night game, and I think it's tight line, power five teams. I'm gonna watch it, so I'm gonna put some dough into something here. Yeah, I was I leaning might, towards I might watch, I might sorry, God. Yeah, I was leaning towards um I like Jalen Daniels coming back. Can't believe I'm betting on Kansas to beat Illinois, but that with the combination of Illinois playing uh, Toledo so tight, I'd, I'd lean Kansas. So I'm going to take a little bit of uh, Kansas minus three. I'm gonna, I might go, might watch first quarter, first half, and then then make a decision. A live action? Yes. Need to see a couple drives. I have no yeah. idea what Illinois is working with on offense. And I, the it's, defense uh, is obviously supposed to take a pretty big step alt, back. So it's uh, the Altmeyer guy. I'm blanking on where he's oh, from. Yeah, Ole Miss. It's, it seems like yeah, he yeah, just, you got it. He just ran the ball like crazy. I saw. Okay, yeah. So he's running the like. O. I think he was their leading rusher. They're just like missing. I know they're just like. I feel like they just lost a lot. They lost Chase Brown. Obviously, they lost his. I guess he had a twin brother on defense. Did you know that? 
No, we missed that during the Illinois preview, I guess. Yeah. So he has a twin brother on defense. That guy's gone too. Um, so I don't know. They're they're missing a lot of pieces. I have no idea how good they'll oh, be. I would so, probably lean Kansas as well. Uh, total is fifty five and a half for what it's worth too. So it's it's pretty high. Uh, I was kind of leaning under higher than I would think actually. Yeah, leaning under, but I like Kansas minus three just a little bit more than that. Um, okay, into Saturday, Penn State goes here by default. But uh, that's a noon, but no lines exist. Maybe we'll check before kickoff. But I would have thought you could have got like a 49-point line on that game, but apparently not. Oh, you can. Usually Friday or Saturday it'll come out. If it's anything less than 45-ish, I'll probably... <laughs> like, I feel like 7 <laughs> TDs is a good number. Clearly, Franklin must know what the spread is and care about it a little bit, even though he'd never say it. Yeah, which that's not a crime, right? I just think, like, based on what I just saw, I think the second stringers are going to go pretty hard. Like, I think yeah. he's going to give them some good chances call. to score. Yeah, good call. Uh, okay, so at noon, Notre Dame and NC State. Let me get some live lines pulled up here. Give me a live line. I'm I'm in on this. There's seven and a halfs and eights. Notre Dame is favored. Oh, let me toggle on the old uh, totals as well here. Should be something like 50. But Notre Dame is favored by seven and a half. You can get an NC State plus eight, and the total is 50 or 50 and a half. Uh, Did you have a feeling here? I thought this was moving the other way. I thought this was moving the other way. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in on the the hook is so juicy. I'm in on it here. Um, I'll take NC State plus seven and a half. This feels like this feels like Duke Super Bowl all over again to me. NC State's covered their last four games as a home underdog, and they've actually won three of those snakes. So, uh, yeah, I'm 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 all over that. I'm terrified now. So I, I mean. You- took words off my script here that I said that this feels like a sucker bet. I like Notre Dame seven and a half is the best thing I could get. Uh, NC state just kind of played Yukon relatively tight. I mean, we're a Yukon pro pod, but I don't know if like they were hiding some playbook stuff, but Brennan Armstrong didn't really throw the ball around. They basically ran it. Uh, he ran it a lot. I can't imagine him running for a hundred yards on Notre Dame again. I don't think that would work. And I just feel like Notre Dame might be delusionally confident right now. Like they've played Navy. That sounds like a bad thing. Sometimes it works in your favor. Like they think Sam Hartman thinks he's so good right now. He's thrown like five incompletions. I feel like, uh, maybe just carry some momentum in there, but I did write. I'm worried. This is an NC state super bowl. Yeah, that's, that's where I was at with it. So that's that's concerning to me, but I we're going head to head there. I have ND minus that's seven. Great. I lo- it's it's nice to have a little bit of competition here between the two of us. Yeah. Uh okay, still at noon, Utah, Baylor. Man, there's so many lines I can't find the right one at this point. But it should be something like oh, there it is. Same deal. Utah's favored by seven and a half. You can get a Baylor plus eight, and total is 46 and a half to 47 and a half. This, this was the one I was scared of. 
this seems so straightforward that I'm sitting it out. It's the same. I, it's the same game as Notre Dame. It's it feels like a it's, trap. It's it's kind of not though because the the underdog is coming off a huge loss. Okay, it's a huge loss, but I don't think and I don't they're think with the backup QB. I didn't know that the guy got knocked out. Uh, Lake Shapin's out Shapen. for two or three weeks. Yeah, and the line didn't move that much once they said he was out. So it, I think it moved from seven to seven. So if the line is incorrect, and you're going to sit it out. It feels incorrect. <laughs> I just feel like Utah's got a backup game, quarterback as well. Baylor's exactly. I just feel like water finds its level with with Utah's QBs. I feel like it's just like I feel like it's low scoring. I feel like it's within a TD. So I'm I'm sitting it out. This feels like a game I will I would lose. All right, coward. I would pick and lose. I'm taking so it. Have, I'll, I'll take the cheese. Utah, uh, seven and a half. Again, I couldn't find a seven, so I got seven and a half. I'm not buying points anymore. Um, Utah's trending up. Baylor's trending down. I got Utah covering the last five of six. If you throw out the Rose Bowl asterisk, um, and then Baylor is one and four against the spread last five. So, uh, Baylor just failed to cover by what forty points. And I'm looking at. I couldn't help but notice ticket sales. The tickets are going for like $8. Do people not care about football in Waco anymore? That seems, that seems insane. I like, I I don't know how juiced Baylor is going to be to host Maybe Utah. The ticket that. fees are like outrageous. Maybe it's like $80 ticket fees or something. Yeah. I'm Utah's offense did not look good aside from the bomb. Um, early. But I think I can just kind of bank on Utah's D to hold things down again. I, I'm all right. I think Utah can win by 10 here. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. Uh, perhaps the second most intriguing game of the week. Nebraska at Colorado in your territory, Trav. What? Half an hour up the road from you. If you want to go, it looks like there's ticket prices to get in for $400. Ooh, okay. A couple thoughts here. So the line is so Colorado's now favored. There's some two and a half out there. There's some Nebraska plus three, and the total is high. It's fifty eight and a half, fifty nine. Couple thoughts. If Nebraska loses by one score again, do they just like shut things down? Are they cursed? They cannot lose not, another tight game. No, I feel like you can just say that so many times and then there'll just be a point in time where it just doesn't happen and you kind of forget about it. If the line holds true it's and they like lose any by other like a field goal, I don't know. It seems like they're just exceptionally good at losing by three to seven points. Let's make a let's make a bet now. I bet you by the end of this year, like you're gonna hear the statement like Nebraska has now won three one score games in a row. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> um, so Colorado's obviously gone from like, we don't know what this is going to look like to uh, maybe a pretty good offense, probably a bad defense. It's a little weird. Huge, just huge question mark for me still. Yeah. I, this is my least favorite game of the week. I flip flopped a hundred times. The only thing I will not talk myself into is Colorado minus two and a half. 
I won't do that, but I could I could take Nebraska. I could take over. I could take under. I, I could see. I can justify all those, but I'm seeing Nebraska's money line jumped from minus 280 to plus 120. Based off those week one results, th- there's no way there's any value left in betting Colorado to win, let alone cover. Sorry, you said the Buffs line jumped from plus 280 to minus 120? Uh, op- complete opposite. Nebraska went from minus 280 before oh, okay. last week, and now they're the a plus. plus dog, plus 120. Okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, okay. Um. I, yeah. I've, and I, I have concerns. Like, for Colorado to do that last week and then go on this tour of, like, we told you so, and now they have this home opener where the tickets are $400 to get in. This seems like a huge letdown spot, does it not? No, I no, I agree. It sounds like a like a lot of the sharks and stuff are in on Nebraska, and I think that's why that line like continues to move. I think it was like, I think they were getting three or four points, and it just kind of keeps moving towards like closer to a pick'em. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch this game if if Nebraska is getting maybe like more than a field goal. I think I'd lean that way. I I really wish it was plus four, but it's plus three, so I took plus three. This thing opened at Nebraska minus eight and a half, which is crazy. I'm with you. I think just from a value standpoint, it just seems like if it was minus eight and a half and now they're plus three, I'm not going to bet on Colorado at minus two and a half. All of a sudden, I'm just not going to do one that. week. Yeah. Right. Right. It's just, it's just hard though. Snake. Cause like they were off by three, they were off by three TDs about Colorado. So I don't know where they like, how much ammunition did Colorado unload into that game to get that. No, win. I, I thought about that as well. I thought about that as well. Yeah, it's fair. So I, I would not bet this game if it, if I wasn't going to watch it as intently as I am. So I'm taking Nebraska. I just kind of root for Dion to eat a little humble pie. Maybe that would be nice. Wouldn't cool hate that. that. Um, but that is definitely my least favorite pick. And I don't like anything in that game. Nothing would surprise me. Okay, 330. Uh, Ole Miss at Tulane. So we're in New Orleans. Ole Miss is a seven-point favorite. I'm seeing totals in the low 60s, 62.5. No, it's it's on the move. 66.5, it's way up. And there's nothing but seven and a halfs really left. Now there's some sevens. You got a gut Is this feel. seriously that high? No, oh, I have a gut feel. I didn't know the total was that high. Did you say 66? Yeah, 66 and a half. I don't have an official play on this, but I would play the under. But both of these teams are trending. Tulane's games go over like every time. And Ole Miss don't care. Has, okay. <laughs> uh, they also played this wasn't game. The, wasn't in, it you that pointed out Ole Miss was like 2 and 10 on unders last year? Yeah, but it's year. going back the other way. Now they're like okay. six of the last nine over or something. Ah, uh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I think we just talked about this. <laughs> yeah. It was the first half of last year they were going under. Uh, so they played this game in 2021. Ole Miss won 61 to 21. Uh, but we talked about Tulane earlier. I like the quarterback. Uh, that guy's not only can he throw it, but he's also fast. Uh, I'm not going to overlook Tulane anymore. I, I'm 
cross off the conferences, AAC and SEC. I feel like this and Tulane's at home. Like I feel like this spread should be tighter than seven. I was surprised to see it that high. Tulane's scorching hot. Um, they've covered their last five games in a row. I think this could be a Super Bowl territory game. I'm taking some Tulane plus seven and a half. Uh, actually, I already took it, and it might be gone. <laughs> oh, it's still there, seven and a half. And I'm going to do a little sprinkle on the money line as well. For the record, I was lean, leaning over, even with that big number. All right, still at 330. Texas A&M at Miami. Texas A&M is three-and-a-half-point favorite. You can get Miami plus four and a half. Total is 51, 51 and a half. This game was played last year at Texas A&M, and Texas A&M won 17 to nine. Uh, any thoughts here, T-Man? Connor Wegman, Tyler Van Dyke? Don't, don't know what I'm get. I don't know what I'm going to get from Miami. With A&M, I think Bobby Petrino's got the, got the boys humming. I think... Throw out last year or throw out however many years they've struggled too, on offense. Yeah. I feel like they're humming. I their point total, team point total is 23 and a half. That sounds remarkably low to me. <laughs> um, I, I I like that and I, I'd lean them to cover three and a half points. Yeah, all that's all that total stuff has to be based on the 26 points combined they scored last year. But I I'm with you. I think you can take Texas A&M last year and throw it out. You might be able to do the same for Miami. We'll kind of see how it goes, but um, A&M, the last six times they played an ACC team, six victories. Miami, the last five times they played an SEC team, five losses. <laughs> uh, Jim, that's awesome. That's awesome stat. Jimmy's and Joe's, that's got to go to oh, A&M. Oh, wow. Jimmy's and Joe's. I think that's A&M. So to Tulane and Old Miss, that's not Jimmy's and Joe's, but this one is. That's crazy. <laughs> Dude, Tulane has some players. Tulane's got speed. Uh and then I again I've talked about Miami. They're pretty bad against the spread. They gotta they gotta cover against someone that's not a Mac team before I take them seriously. If they if they cover this, I'll take them serious. If they win this, I'll take them real serious. I'm taking some AM minus three and a half. So you're off that game? Or are you just team total? only yeah my sprinkled team total i might <laughs> i might see how the morning games go before i get crazy uh, this oh. weekend again all right iowa iowa state in ames uh this is a beauty here nice total 30 36 and a half let me see if that's moved and iowa should be like a four-point favorite yeah those are both holding up uh Plus four, minus four. Minus three and a half is out there with a little juice. Uh, last year, Iowa State won this game 10 to seven. The previous six years, Iowa had won. But a lot of tight games sprinkled in there. Um, I can start with this one. I thought this was pretty straightforward. I think this is going to be my parlay play. I don't think these two teams can get to 36 and a half points. I like the under. I think we might be looking at like 13, seven, 13, 10. 
Uh, Iowa, last five of six games, under. Iowa State, last eight of nine games, under. Yeah. These these guys just played Utah State and Northern Iowa. They scored 24 and 30. 30 points on Northern Iowa doesn't sound like a lot. Uh, And I watched... I watched the Iowa game back and like the offense is still by no means moving the ball up and down the field. I I'm not afraid of this game getting 40 points. I like the under and I think Iowa wins, but I like the under more than Iowa. Okay. I like Iowa to cover those points. I feel like it's, this is two, two completely different teams to me. Um, I, I can't believe that's a four point spread. Total is a little shaky for me. I just, I think we go back to the Brian Ferentz thing. He's got to score points, Nick. I think they're going to, I think they're going to try and get extra TDs. I think like, if I, I think pl- they're going to, I think if I played, score if I played defense, every time they get a chance, like if they needed me at middle linebacker on Iowa state, I still think we could hold <laughs> the other team to like 10 points. Their defense <laughs> is just it. unbelievable every year. I just, I can foresee sometime in the future where I have, I'm listening to Andy Staples talk about how Iowa hung 40 points on somebody. And I just, I don't know when it's going to be, but I, something tells me it's going to be earlier. It's going to be early this year. I hate that. It's going to be getting this jollies off. Yep. Getting out the calculator. Oh, he's doing his calculated himself. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. I like the under, you like Iowa there. Uh, there's some three and a half FanDuel action. Still not Ooh. a great number. Don't care. Better than four. Uh, five five fifteen p.m. Weird kick time here. App State at UNC. Do you know why this is on the list? I do because we watched it together last year. Yeah, and they scored a hundred. 120 some points. Yeah, 63, 60, 63 UNC held on. Okay. Just trading haymakers at the end. So I thought I had won like so many times. <laughs> uh, uh, let me let me get an accurate line. We took, here. A, we took a plus money line odds on UNC in the first quarter. And then it felt like five hours later that game was still on. And yes. they there was a 50% chance they were going to lose. It was something else. Even though they were up three TD multiple times, right? Yeah. He's sweating the whole time. UNC's a 19-point favorite, basically, and the total's like 58. Yeah, total's like racing down. Uh, that was kind of where my for, my mind Is that because the receiver was, is banned or something? Why is the total racing down? My thought was I feel like the total's going to be high because of what happened last year, and I don't really care. I, don't, I think UNC's D is clearly good, or better, sorry. Gene Chizik's got the boys playing, and I, I didn't watch the South Carolina game. Are is UNC running like a hurry up like they ran last year or no? Are they doing some sort of like quick huddle? Like I just don't think they're having as many plays on offense, and I think they're, I think their defense is better. Um, so I, I don't know. I was leaning under, but I'm not going to get in at this point. How low is it now? Fifty eight and a half. Okay, yeah. Um, so I think I, I, don't know. I think I already sprinkled it. I'm gonna have to get back in. It's a principal play. You got to take the over. Uh, they just need half of what they scored last year at Cassius. <laughs> um, for what it's worth, low sc- I'm I'm leaning more of the low scoring variety. 19 points seems like a lot to me. I'll, I'll be an idiot and say, it. give me all give me all those points for App State. Okay, App State to cover lean. Yeah. Okay. All right, handful left here. Best game of the day. 
Texas at Alabama. Let's make sure the line is still seven. Total 55, now down to 53.5, but the line is stuck with seven. Some plus seven and a half out there. That feels like bait. Um, I have some thoughts on Alabama. And I feel like this shouldn't have taken me this long to figure it out. I have a QB comp. I think it's yeah. I think it's Michael Vick. Like it seems like it's obvious in He's hindsight. He's that good. He's that fast. He has a cannon for an arm. It's like as long as he can get out on the edge and use his legs, like this guy is good. I don't think you want him back there standing in the pocket trying to throw passes the whole game, but unfortunately he's the he's the he might not he might not ever have to do that he's the fastest guy on the field um yeah at one point like i was watching he takes this ball to the like the right sideline like scoots through the line races around this linebacker and he's heading towards the sideline and this db comes up and tries to tank an angle and he's just like two yards behind like he just whiffs (laughs) like i think he just like was alarmed at how fast this guy got the corner I can see this guy running all over Texas. Like, I, I can't convince myself of anything except Alabama minus seven. Did you lay eyes on Texas Rice highlights at all? Yes, I I watched highlights only. Rice is okay. so so goddamn bad. I watched a lot of it because <laughs> we had the over, and I just kept waiting for like you know, let's score some points, let's score some points, and I think they did in the second half, but. It was just exactly. way too late. It started it so slow. Way, way too late. It was um, way less explosive offense than I thought it would be from Texas. Dude, no doubt. It was like disappointing. Like, I'm not going to, he's going to make me eat my words, but I'm like, I'm not convinced Quinn Ewers is like, I don't think he'll ever live up to the hype at this point. I have not seen anything from that guy that makes me think like he's incredible or he's going to be this amazing QB because like he looks so mediocre. I feel like all their points that they scored in the second half was because JT Daniels kept throwing interceptions Yeah, and they get the ball at like midfield. And I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I think we're probably going to be on the same, same side here. Um, we both, you yeah, know, Bama. Bama. I yeah. feel like double digits. Yeah. I, I think that's fine. I think that's such a, like a boring pick, but I have Alabama 13, five and one against the spread at home the past three years. Um, they haven't lost at home since 2019. Travia, when's the last time they lost a non-conference game at home? Oh, I went back looking for it. I couldn't find one. It's got to be before so, Nick Saban. So I've, it's Nick Saban. It might be his first year. I saw I saw like a like a um, picture of it one time on Twitter. They lost it. You uh, Louisiana Monroe in 2007. <laughs> really. Yeah, um, like 37, 34 or something. And it was like, they call it like the, I, I was actually listening to Cover 3 Pod today. So and back when Alabama was going 500. Right, so it must have been his first year. So supposedly uh, Bud, Bud Elliott said that they call it the yellow bus game because like they just like, dro- like I guess Louisiana Monroe got on like school buses and just drove up to the game and just casually beat Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? That's, yeah. It's always mind-blowing to think about like when Alabama was struggling, like they were just losing half their games. It's wild. Uh, but yeah, I was with you. I was thinking along those same lines. I was like, non-conference game, do they ever lose these? And I I was going back and back, and I was like, okay, they don't lose them. 
Like every time uh, they lose, hate- it's either on the road at someone's Super Bowl or like some right. other competitive SEC team gets them at home. But even that's right. rare. Right. That was the case twice last year, right? They lost close at LSU and Tennessee, right? So yeah. um, you're going to hate me even more. I got this at six and a half. Oh, that does suck. They, no, those are gone. I think I got that oof, Sunday night, Monday morning. I was like snooping around for some lines. I that that felt so if those are to gone, me. that means I most, feel like that should have been at least ten. Yeah, so. most of us are on Alabama. Then if it's moving that way, uh, I want to add to mark my words on this one. Te- you know Texas's kicker, Frizzy Mullet. Oh, he's 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 incredible. He's he's, he's amazing. He, he is amazing. I meant to make a note about him. Yeah. His last name's Auburn. Uh, Bert Auburn. He was three of yeah. four, but his miss was like from fifty-six yards, and it was close. Uh, okay, he that guy's phenomenal. But mark my words, he's going to miss a big kick in a game. It's going to be from like thirty-eight. <laughs> and Just because of the hair, you yes, don't like that hair. Yes, it's I. He's gonna miss a huge kick. I just know he is. He's gonna be hanging his head, and his mullet's gonna be sticking out of his helmet. Tears. I don't know if it's coming this game. Yeah, tears, the works. I don't know if it's this game, but I'm telling you, at some point this year, I'm and I'm with you. The guy's the guy's great, but he's gonna miss a clutch kick. Uh okay. Also, Texas on the road at Alabama, like that's gotta be worth like five points alone. I, I don't get it. Quinn Ewers rolling into the Alabama st- yeah. Night game. Yeah, good luck. Oh, I was gonna add though, I I do think Texas's defenses look that looked like they look like they had some players. Yeah, Chicago Bears, eighties. Yeah. They made Rice's offense look that was painful. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, you mentioned, you know, massive human in the middle. They have at least one of those guys, maybe two of them. I think his last name is Sweat. I mean He's outrageously large in the middle of that defense. <laughs> really? Like I'm like I'm like man, can we cut this guy in half? Yeah, where do you get and those Penn State guys? gets just half of this guy. Yeah, you don't even have to if you can just clog at 380 <laughs> pounds, like just get in the way. And all right, uh, three left. Actually, more like two left. We'll get to that third one. Oregon at Texas Tech. Uh, this is actually this. Seven o'clock. Oregon's favored by about a TD. God, do you love this game? This is going to be so much fun to watch. I think. Yeah, great game. Um, I'll, again, this falls into the Notre Dame category for me. This falls into the Utah category for me. I like the road team a lot. They're favored by a touchdown. I think it's probably a trap, but I like Oregon enough. I'm going to take Oregon. I. Texas Tech, I'm not going to just dismiss that they went down to the wire with Wyoming. Like, that doesn't seem great. Only no, only not, way you get burned great. here is the Texas Tech quarterback, Tyler Shuck, because that's, that's an ex-Oregon guy. He's a transfer. Oh, oh no. There's a chance that. Okay. that you're watching this game and they, they bring that up 100 times and he throws for four touchdowns. Okay, well, I'm, I'll say it then. This is a game that week one Trav would have taken. I think he takes Oregon to cover all those points. And uh, yet again, another another game that week two Trav is staying away from. I'm not touching it. 
This feels like I think Oregon should cover this by a touchdown, but I think maybe they win by a field goal. Maybe they win by some weird score, one or two points. Yeah, Write that down. One or two points. There's some six action now. I must have got six and a half. Uh, total is almost 70. 69, 68 and a half. That seems hot. You saw, but... you saw how many points Oregon scored last week? Yeah, it's like mid-70s or 80 or something. 81, I think I saw. Maybe 82. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot. It's the Bo Nix Heisman year trap. I really wanted him to have like seven TDs, but I think he only had it like took three him or out four. Pretty early, it was yeah. Okay, yeah. I was like, oh man, it's kind of disappointing. Yeah. Uh, all right. So same page, but it's just a lean, and you're not gonna pull the trigger. No Oregon. I'm op. I'm I'm opposite. I'm opposite of you. Week two, Travis, opposite of you. I'm. I'd take Texas Tech. Oh, you like getting Texas the points? Tech. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's gonna make. I don't think it's gonna make sense, but I think Oregon wins by a field goal or less. Okay, okay. I like Oregon by double digits there. Uh, Wisconsin at Washington State. I mean, how many games are like this? So again, the road team is visiting and they're this favored is by a this touchdown. Is, dude, this is this is a great game. We need to get Washington State in in the Big Ten. I'm gonna advocate for him. I I want. I want Pullman and I want uh, what is it? Cor Cor Corvallis. I want those two on my travel itinerary. Why are they in limbo? They don't have a home. Yeah, I think they're gonna get stuck in the Mountain West, unfortunately. Oh wow! Yeah, Oregon State is trending too, in a good direction. Uh, what do you think, Wisconsin? Can they lose this game two years in a row? I do. I think they can. Um, I think this is just a tough spot. Like I said, they're they're flying to the middle of nowhere, Washington. If this thing gets into a shootout, I, I think Wisconsin loses. I, I watched them struggle with Buffalo for three quarters. I was just not overly impressed. And Washington State hung like 50-some on the road at Colorado State, who's like not good. But I wouldn't be surprised if Colorado State like picks up some steam later in the year. I think they're like a team that's trying in the right direction. I still think it's a good win. Um, I think Cam Ward was hanging 50. Cam Ward was having fun out there. I think 450 yards passing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a little scared, but I'm going to take some Wisconsin minus six. Uh, just solely from the fact that I just don't think they'll lose to Washington state two years in a row, but it's dangerous spot for sure. Uh, on the road, new coach, new quarterback. It's, I don't know. I'm just relying on my uh, blue blood Wisconsin here to go into Pullman and beat them. Also, I mean, you said they struggled with Buffalo. Seemed like they ran the ball in usual Wisconsin fashion. I think both those guys out. Oh, no. I mean, dude, it was like there's one 95 yard run. I know we can't like discredit that, but I'm just saying, like, they struggled, struggled, <laughs> struggled. Then he had one 95 yard run. Didn't they win by like, 28 points dude it was like 14s at the half or something okay it was not impressive all right i'm just looking at the box score to that one i like what i saw uh yeah, second half maybe Badgers. they picked it up i guess that's all that matters i remember penn state being in a dead dead heat with buffalo one time at the half as well yeah when he broke that punter's leg yeah all right final game midnight kick we get our midnight kick we have issues. No line again. We'll uh, get one. Yeah, like you said, I guess we'll have to wait till Friday or Saturday. 
uh, Albany is traveling to Hawaii. Oh, I'm a little butt hurt about Hawaii after what they did to me last week. I, I'm not sure what I'm going to do here. I, I mean, am I going to be half a dozen beers deep and text you that I'm in on the over? Probably, but like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I They're open too. They just, They're going to be looking to have fun here. Timmy Chang, run it up. All right. Build some you morale. Talk me into it. We got Albany coming. We got this New York team coming to town. Let's beat the piss out of them. <sighs> Albany has no it's about to hit them. That is a long, long plane ride. Oh my god! They're gonna and then when they leave, they're gonna wake up Sunday, and go back. <laughs> they're gonna get back on like Wednesday. So when these guys kick at midnight, they are kicking at six p.m. local. Yeah, it must be six hours behind the Eastern. I thought there was. I thought it was six hours behind me. Six hours behind me, I think. Okay. Pretty sure. Okay. I was there yeah, I don't know. somewhat recently. I should probably remember that. Oh, six is sticking yeah. in my brain. So I, I'm guessing. I think it might be hard with the daylight saving thing, too, whether it's like forward mm-hmm. or backwards. Yeah. That a it could be seven or five. Uh, okay. So, yeah, we'll wait till Friday to get that one. Other picks? I have five. I'll go through them real quick. Yeah. I think you may be on at least one or two of these. Sweet. JMU minus six and a half at Virginia. Uh, in-state rivalries, JMU still has that chip on the shoulder and for not being allowed to be like a bowl team. And Virginia stinks, so I think JMU can win by a TD. Texas State, plus 13.5 at UTSA. I'm a UTSA guy, but I got to look at what happened last week. Texas State beats Baylor and UTSA lost to freaking Houston. I like Frank Did Harris you... too, but... This feels coin flippy. And I'm Did you see the connection uh, between the coach, the coaches? So Kenny and who's the, is it Jeff trailer? trailer? Yeah. Jeff trailer was coached him or Kenny's something? high school coach. Yeah. High school coach. Okay. That's Which is scary. way weirder than college coach. I think that's a little scary. I mean, college coach is weird. High school coach is even weird. I don't think he's going like, to lo- now that I, you tell me that I don't think he's going to lose to his, high school or sorry i don't think he's gonna beat his own high school coach but he can keep it within two tds keep it close (laughs) so they can kind of you know high five and laugh about it one day yeah uh i agree with you that kenny name gj kenny you're gonna that's you're gonna hear that name until you're annoyed to death by the end of the year (laughs) that and not the same that and uh elko was it mike elko Uh, you're gonna hear that one painful it's what would yeah. you describe Mike Elko as? I the only thing I could come Mike up McCarthy? with is he looks like. <laughs> I was gonna say like his profession. This isn't a profession, but it feels like if I just drove down to Betts Jackson in like July and I was watching an All Star game, that would be the first base coach. That's the only thing I got for you. Uh, he's just, yeah, first base coach. He's, down he's there. just like a little. He's a little league manager. Little league manager. Or he's not even sure. the manager. He's the coach. Like he's like the assistant coach that. I don't know, drinks beers with the manager and got roped into being like the assistant coach, even though he didn't play. He looks like he, like, do you think that guy's married? And when do you think the last time that guy did like exercise? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know either of those things. <laughs> he, he looks like he does not give a shit about anything, but football. like we joke about that, but he looks like he literally doesn't care. 
except football. Like he's just dialing yeah. plays all it's night. Gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough hearing about him, but it's it's you know we heard about Lance Leipold for like the first six or seven weeks last year, right? And like, did it take you a second to figure out who that was? Lance Leipold. That's Buffalo to Kansas. Yeah, yeah, Kansas coach last year. Yeah. I feel like everyone's like, Lance Leipold. Lance Leipold. Yeah, 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 He's yeah, going to yeah. take the Wisconsin job. He's going to take. Oh okay, no, that's right. too small. He's going to take. Uh, you know, whatever yeah, job. Nick Saban's like, retiring right. soon. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Wait it out. Yeah. Yeah. Six and seven. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have Cincinnati at Pitt over 45. I've got cousin Chris boots on the ground. So just got a feeling that's going over. Does this guy just go to all of Cincinnati's games? Something to do with, uh, I think his pops is a Cincinnati guy or something. Okay. Did he go last week too? Uh, no. He told me, oh, maybe he told me he was going this week. I was very confused. I'm like, why does he just travel to all the Bearcats? (laughs) It's just a Bearcats guy. (laughs) Uh, Auburn. Minus six and a half at Cal. Uh, Hugh Freeze is here, boys. This is not your grandfather's Auburn team anymore. I, I think Auburn can beat Cal by a TD on the road. Oh, okay. I I feel like we're like on opposite sides. I was leaning, I was leaning Cal. They look good. Um, I think about a play here. I think I'm like retiring from overs. Actually, I just kind of like hate overs with the exception of Hawaii. Um, but I think I'd play this over. That that seems too low to me. Mid fifties, right? I didn't see that. I didn't see the total. I was just looking at the spread. I mean, that. Cal hung like Cal hung like fifty eight last week, and Auburn Hugh Freeze. I mean, come on, that's like four TDs, right? Uh, fifty eight plus twenty four. What is that snake? Eighty eighty four. Oh, so you have them that's in a lot the of 80s points here. <laughs> I think you're gonna like whatever that total is then. Uh, and then speaking of overs. Let's try this again. We just talked about how bad Rice's offense looks, so I'm just going to do half a unit here. Rice over. Houston at Rice. Neither of those teams look like they're capable of an over. It's not going to make any sense, but if it hits, oh, I'm not going to be sitting on the sideline. Oh, good for you. I'm going to sit it out. <laughs> I'm going to take one more it week looks off. Way, I need, it looks I need to watch. entirely too high, like alarmingly high. But you're still taking the over, you're saying? <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure yeah. where you're going with that. It's so high. It's way too high. I'm taking 50s, it. yeah. yeah. I love that. Um, I, th- I think you can just throw out what you saw from Rice last week, Talking, speaking of things you can just throw out. Um, that was that was Jimmy's and Joe's for sure. Um, sorry, anything else? Or You said that was your last one. That's it. That's all I got. That was five, so you're on the clock. Cool. Um, you're not going to believe it, but we're going head to head here with um, JMU and Virginia. Why are you off Two, JMU? Uh, I'm off them for one for one week. Uh, two words: tragic magic. I heard it on a podcast this summer talking college football. I think it was like referencing the Utah game, how like they put the players' helmets or the, put the players like silhouettes or whatever, or like caricatures on their helmets. Like you know they're going to show up and play. This is the first game. Virginia's back home game, playing for the the fallen teammates. They might just steal this one. I mean. Ultimately, it's still an ACC team and a Sunbelt team. Uh, Tony Musket, 9 of 17 last week. Throw that one out. Throw out last week. I, I don't want to. quarterback's name really is Tony Musket. Okay. No, I know. I know. I'm just, I'm just telling you. I'm in on, I'm in I on think Virginia it's going to be a sad. Good. I think it's going to be a sad day all around. 
So. I am, I am, I am not in on Virginia overall this year. I'm just saying this seems like a game that could win to me. I think a touchdown's too much. <laughs> All right, we do have some good head to head. All right, keep firing. A lot of head to heads. Um, geez, I think I only have one other one that I'm for sure playing. Only game I hit last week after all of my ranting. Um, Sam Houston State under. <laughs> I I I gave you the numbers on the QBs. Whatever it was, 45% completion passing, uh, four TDs all season. They're terrible. Um, I took their under. They scored zero points. Uh, I'm going back to the well here again. QB threw 33 passes last week for 147 yards. Do the math there. What is that? Four yards of pass, uh, zero TDs, three picks. I'm not going to fix something that's not broken. Um, I'm just going to stick with uh, this number. They're playing Air Force. Air Force, what, top five defense last year? Uh, under 10 and a half. They got to score. They can even kick a touchdown and a field goal. I'll still win this bet. So I'm in on that. 10 and a half's a good number. Yeah. That's it for me. Um, rest of the six track, I have two NFL plays. Have you looked over the NFL slate at all? Looked it over. Didn't love anything. I will say in the survivor pool, I took uh, the Ravens to not lose. I guess, or not tie. They have to win, right? Who'd you take? Ravens? I or who was will you like, take? I just figured like 90% of people were going to take the Ravens. So I was just like, kind of hoping they would lose personally um get some people out right off the bat i i went vikings i, I don't <laughs> know how the ravens would ever lose that game but uh vikings to me felt pretty sure as well i i don't see them losing that game to like the bucks i don't yeah who who's who did we decide the bucks quarterback is i have some serious catching up to baker do. baker mayfield okay baker mayfield i, I don't love that <laughs> actually no i said that a lot <laughs> Fist pounds, look at, fist pounds at and head butts. Looking at the camera, yeah. just flip, flipping me Fuck off. You, like, that's yeah. for you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's spicy. Um, only line I recall liking was the Pittsburgh Killers. Okay, I yeah. I'm take in on a look that one. at it. I'm in on that one as well. I got it at plus. I took a plus one and a half because it was even odds. Yeah, they're home. Uh, just they're they, home dogs. Yeah. They're home, home dog snake. Since 2018, Mike Tomlin. Seven one and one against the spread as a home dog. Okay, bet the house Steelers. Yeah, I mean that one. That one feels pretty straightforward. I know the Niners are going to be good, but I don't know. This still feels like there's some ambiguity there, and they started slow last year, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, NFL lines are crazy because they're like all under a touchdown, and you're like, oh, this team, this team should win, and it's only a touchdown, it so I'll take them, and then they win it, by two. Uh, that was my thought today too, man. And then other other pick uh, a couple months ago, I think the Bills line right now is they're favored by two and a half points. I got them at minus one, and I don't know June or July. Uh, that makes no. Uh, just I don't get it. I just have to see something from the Jets before I'm a believer. They might be legitimate. I'm not saying like they can't be, but I just I think they need to beat the. I think they need to beat somebody before I can like consider them a legitimate like playoff contender, I'm Super Bowl you. contender. It's, it's- um, Texas. Yeah. It's the Texas of the NFL. N- no doubt. So you can actually get their money line at minus minus one thirty-five. Like I said, I got it at minus one. I would take it up to, a, I'd take that one up to a field goal, uh, as well. Um, looks like, yeah, minus two and a half, uh, it's pretty Mon- much cross Monday night game. That'll be fun. Yeah. Monday night game. Yeah. I'll be in on bills. No. Oh, I'm in on bills. Super bowl. By the, by the way, I'll throw That's those great, out man. for the pod. Uh, bills and fins both. 
We need to have an NFL the, episode at some point. I actually the have the same bet. It was both a, like win five dollars for every game they win. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, you got in on that on a different book too. There's multiple books doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just have so much money tied up. It's like I was like, I can't do this with another team, the even though you do get 50. it back though. Yeah. Right? So I just gotta win on it. Yeah, that's stupid. That's yeah, stupid. Whatever. I was like, I don't need to get in on another one that I'm gonna lose. Uh, you also have the Chiefs winnings in play if DraftKings holds up their end of the bargain here. Yeah, they usually cash that thing out pretty quick. And then just trying to split Pat Mahomes' passing yards. I make this, I told you guys in the chat, I just make all of this stuff way harder than it needs to be, but I'm hoping he's going to be right at that number. He's 213. <laughs> I love that. Uh, no, nah, probably too high. Yeah. Probably too high. Got an entire quarter. He's tracking for that 270-ish. Yeah. Nah, we'll see. Uh, any other NFL lines you like? Steelers, Bills. E- uh, the Eagles one seems wrong. Not enough? I mean, I just don't think New England's good. I, I mean, I think they're by far the fourth best team in the AFC East. And the Eagles, man, they take care of business. Um yeah, four seems way too low. So I naturally threw that one out immediately. I was like, all right, well, I'm not doing that one. Uh, Green Bay, I like how they're getting plus odds. Uh, Chicago, got to see something from Chicago. Seattle, minus four and a half. Honestly, it was really close to playing that one. Um, that doesn't, I don't really, I don't get that one. Um, the they're missing, uh, Rams are missing Cooper Cup, right? So I, the Rams were so bad last year, and Seahawks were really good. Uh, that that line feels off. Seattle's at home too. I feel like they're good at home. I don't know if that's true. Um, those are the big ones that stood out to me. I'm gonna guess you're gonna get in on Finns. You're, you're getting a field goal there. Uh, I don't like that. Probably not. Probably just watch it and root for them. Four thirty Chargers. I feel like they played the Chargers last year. It did not go well. So. Ooh. You can get Denver. You can get Denver uh, minus three as Ooh, well. Give me, yeah, I think they're going to take. I think they're going to. I think Denver's going to take care of business too. Throw that one out as well. Yeah, he just had to boss some people around there, Mister uh, Opioids. He's getting <laughs> those teams straightened out. I saw him lecturing a few people. Raiders are in shambles. Um, yeah, I, I think Denver takes care of business too. Raiders are in shambles for sure. Uh, thoughts and prayers, John Jones' brother Chandler. He's got some stuff going on. God, oh yeah, yeah. That looked weird. Yeah. Oh yeah. Understatement of the year. It's weird. Spiraling. Yeah. Um. All right. That's it for NFL. That's pretty much it for the pod, right? That wrap us up. Yeah. Yeah. I think I wanted to touch on text line, something on the text line, but I cannot recall what it was for the life of me. Um. Oh, I think someone texted me their longest odds bet that they ever hit, and it was. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. 20s. 25 to 1 or something. Yeah, I want to say it was even more. I, I don't know. Might have even been more than that. But um, Really neglecting the text line. Let's take a look uh, in here. We've been, getting, we've been getting, the listeners have been neglecting us, I feel like, uh, recently in the past few weeks. Which um, is weird because we've been really responsive on that text line. <laughs> somebody uh, somebody so, step up to the plate and take the challenge, though. Maybe they just forgot the number. It's four two four two four two ninety one fifty six. Um send us send us your favorite plays. Um 
send us uh actually i'd be curious if anyone wants to send me the dumbest thing uh in quotes of what i said last week i'd like to hear that um send us uh some dad talk for natural i had a few things i wanted to maybe throw out um maybe i'll just text him um instead of just posting it on here or uh, talking about <laughs> it on here where no one cares um yeah uh any anything else snake yeah i was gonna pull up wow i, I didn't know what it was gonna look like your u.s open futures at this moment in time Ooh, novak djokovic minus 125 carlos alcaraz plus 115 I admittedly don't know who these guys are. Medvedev is eleven to one, ah, and Medvedev. Ben Shelton is forty-two to one. So it Ooh, seems Shelton, like he's uh, he's American. He played tennis at Florida or something. Um, I think it was like two thousand twenty-one NCAA champ, singles okay. champ, forty-two to one. He's throw a he's buck in the on semis. It. He's in the semis. Looks like there's only four guys left. Oh, I'll, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't put any money on that. No, it's it's going to be Joker or Alcaraz, right? Is Al- <laughs> what's what do we got for odds on those two? It's coin flippy minus one twenty five Djokovic uh, plus odds on Alcaraz is nice. I'll probably bet him. Yeah, there you go. I like that. All right. Yeah. Uh, the finalist name the finalists right now. It's minus two fifty to be those two against each other. So seems like it's pretty determined. Uh, and then in the women, we're rooting for the. Tell me the Coco girl still in it. Oh no, is she out? Is Madison Keys in it? Madison Keys is playing tennis right now. Oh hell yeah! Uh, up three to one, three zero. Madison Madison Keys knocked off uh, my girl Jessica Pagula. So Bills Mafia, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw she got bounced. All right, let's talk in tennis. Uh, bet the American forty-two to one. I think that's it, Trav. Uh, let's hope we have some more luck this week, or at least you do. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, it can't go worse. Keep telling myself that. I've probably said that before, though. And then it, it really the can't go week, worse if you just. Oh, part. We forgot parlay. What do you like? Oh shoot, yeah. Um, and um, I do have the training wheels on. So again, I, that's that's good news, right? Um, I'm gonna take parlay. That. Ooh, I don't. I don't care if you don't like it. It's Iowa and Iowa State under. If we want to tease this thing, oh yeah, you can take it. If we want to get back to the tease life, we can do it. We can add six points to each of these. I'm going to do. Yeah, I'd like to do that, I think. And I want to do half a unit. Let's start small, build ourselves back up here. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, geez. Okay. Give me Bama money line. Or Bama yeah, minus by the one. time you move it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll take Bama and that Iowa game is going to be like 43 points or something. Yeah, I was going to say, if you can get that above 42, not again, not that that really, really matters, but 42 and a half. It won't matter when there's 17 points. All right, so that's the official week two, (laughs) week two parlay. Uh, You're welcome in advance. Dude, we can get so much juice on that thing, too. I must have gotten like a thousand notifications that there's a parlay boost out there, and I'm just like... I know, every uh, book, yeah. It's overwhelming. You know, the problem is you probably have to have three legs, so... I uh, might have to work my way around that. Call Throwing Matt, it up. Call Mattro back on up. It. Call Mattro back Matt up. Get some redemption up, yeah. on that last week. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll get a pick from Ronnie Too Sharp, then fade it. <laughs> okay, that's the pod, episode 46. And we will be back next week for week three. Thank you, everyone. Sounds good. Sounds good. It's happy. I'm again.
Place to be. Don't believe it. 